Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Coming to you from the offices of LHC Marketing. Hopefully I'm saying that right. That is good. Yeah, LHC Marketing. Laugh, <laughs> laughter Hours Comedy, just abbreviated. He, he couldn't come up with anything else, so he just got the initials on there. Yeah, we're not original. That's for comedians, I don't think that we're that original. Very excited uh, to have this guest here tonight. You might have uh, seen him on social media promoting his events, many, many events, as well as whether it's as a comedian or as the actual owner of his company, uh, along with his team, the LHC team. Uh, again, comedian and entrepreneur, my buddy Jibs. <laughs> when you say entrepreneur, I think drug dealer. You know, think, yeah, when yeah. you're here in El Paso. Street pharmacist. Entrepreneur, he doesn't tell us what he is, probably a <laughs> drug dealer. Uh, he owns his own business, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm not. A, I just I consume. I don't. I don't deal them. Go. I there just consume go. them. That's that's the best. Thing. <laughs> less, less risk. Less risk. Legal ones like Prozac and stuff like that. Okay. Oxycontin. Oxycontin. <laughs> Percocet. Hell yeah, man. So how are you today, man? Good. Good. A lot of work. You know, working yeah. like always. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, actually, yeah. actually, you had to come down here to uh to our studio to record. It wasn't like we. We were so busy that you. But had it works to. for me, man, because you you live close by. Where the, your office is close to my crib, so it's perfect. So yeah, we're we're see we're we're right here in the hood. Ooh, wind, I don't know. If this is the I, hood. Hey, when I was it's the hood, gonna, man. But I'm gonna was, say was, this is the hood. I was like, I had to turn right. Okay. Oh shit. This is right. The hood. It, it, it's like this it's, is the hood. it's like they're gentrifying this area, and then they oh, yeah. started here. Like it's hopefully okay, it'll so spread this out. Is the epicenter the, of the gentrification. Yeah, because you walk around this neighborhood like I'm gonna get mugged, rubbed, or shanked. Was, uh, that's why I was like, do I park on the street or is there like a better park? As soon as you turn the street as like oh okay this is nice it's yeah nice. yeah, yeah. once so. i got in here i was good <laughs> so what how was your day uh, what did you do today let's put it that way uh actually at work pretty much uh running around give looking us, at us venues. Some details that way people can get a little well i, I do, do i'm gonna start with the big news i just got tapped to uh open up for eddie griffin Boom. at uh a coming show at the end of this month in uh, clovis new mexico for clovis, the clovis convention center the capital of comedy yeah that's 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 where comedy careers are <laughs> made or broken Eddie Murphy was discovered there and in Clovis New Mexico no it's good those, those actually I, I think those those shows are a lot better because uh, it, it attracts people from around the area that don't get to go like you're living in a big They're, city yeah. or in a city you're always going to get some sort of nice entertainment there's always choices yeah these smaller for, towns that those smaller to yeah do, right? they don't so have they that so they out. see a big show like this you know that everybody's going to be, be there so those are awesome and they're so grateful for their, <laughs> yeah. for any type of comedy. They're offering your their daughters after the show oh, if you do a good snap. job. I need a, I'm in the wrong business. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, if you do a bad job, they'll run you out of town. Oh, so shit. it's like, give, give yeah, ugly, it's a 50-50. The ugly, the ugly uh, you better be funny. daughter. <laughs> cool, man. So that's, that's, I'm assuming that was the highlight of your day then. That was one of the highlights. Well, that and uh, just closing a new venues that we have coming up, we can't really talk about okay, a lot okay. of them, but we just, we're, we're talking to brand new venues that are opening okay. up and other venues that want Trivia, comedy, or karaoke, and so, that's, that's what we're okay. providing. Okay, so that, yeah, we'll get into that, Matt, all the different services you provide. Yep. Uh, so again, when you say closing venues, venues that want stand-up comedy. And, yeah, they and want either. Trivia that you do. Yeah, trivia, okay. stand-up comedy, or. Well, and we also, we also do the graphic design photography okay. around here, so that's exactly. another client yeah. that we go. I want to definitely get into all of that, man. <laughs> cool. So as we do in, so on uh, Sweet Jesus Radio, man, I want to get into your background a little bit. Uh, give us some of the highlights, man. Were you born here in El Paso? I was not. I was actually born in Durango, Mexico. All right. And See, we're already getting, already getting it. Right. Well, I was only born there. I, I, they've, they, I moved to Juarez when I was all like right. five days old or Shit, something, right. like a week Fuck. old, and I lived there till I was thirteen. Then nice. they moved me. Then they moved me to Indiana, 
Holy shit. Uh, where I went to high school, all of my high school and uh, two years of college I did what up in fuck? Indiana. So you went from Wattis to Indiana? Yeah, it was weird. It was like, it, it went from no, everything all Spanish to all English. And it was fun. I was like the only Mexican kid Damn. in my high school. Holy so God. I, it worked out even though I was like fat and not that good looking. I was exotic. So yeah. that got me some action. On that. So I'm like, ooh, he's different. I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody that brown. And it, it, it worked out. It worked out. Oh, yeah. So how was your childhood, man? Good, good. Uh, um, childhood, yeah, it wasn't what is it, but it wasn't that bad, you know. It was uh, just just the typical, you know. I I was an indoor kid too, like oh. I was. And what is that's being indoors before the age of computers yeah. meant that you spend a lot of time reading or yeah. you know playing with yourself. So either, <laughs> and take that either both ways, okay, <laughs> both, both ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so. Tell us the story behind the name, man. What's the what's the ethnic background there? It oh, Jabra- like well, it's because, well, I, it is not my, my my dad is Lebanese. My dad's side of the family is Lebanese. And All right. My dad, mom's side is Mexican. So, so your dad was out there in uh, Mexico, or yeah, he uh, he well, he was born in Mexico. His oh, his, uh, his parents were not from there. His oh, okay, dad. Okay, okay. So he was born in Mexico City, actually, and my mom's from Durango, and then they met in Juarez. You know? So he's Lebanese, yeah. but. I'm, I'm sure he's probably fluent in Spanish. No, yeah, yeah, super. He doesn't even speak Lebanese. Okay, he just, so it's, he's all, he's, just, he's all Spanish. Blood, but he's actually yeah, probably exactly. more Mexican more than. Oh Spanish. yeah, of course, yeah. He was born in Mexico uh, City. He lived there, so he was five, and then he moved to they moved him to Juarez. So he but, but, he's like super Mexican. Okay, okay, okay. So, but the first name Gibran. Gibran, that's it's a Gibran. Liban, it's a Lebanese name. Yeah, so and he was it, like, it, even though I'm, hard, I'm Mexican, pretty much, I'm gonna still give him a Lebanese name. Yeah, Gibran. It's, it's in Spanish. Is that how you say it in Spanish? Right, Gibran, right. and it's uh, it's a Lebanese uh, author. He, oh he, shit, he's a poet. So my dad was a big fan of him. So Gibran, he, in fact, it's it's Gibran Khalil. Gibran is the name of the author. I named my son uh, Khalil. The middle name, oh, shit. Right, so right, right. just to keep it going Hali- and to piss H-A- him off. <laughs> I like you. Bet. I hope somebody makes fun of you for that name. And that's <laughs> nah. just you have to go through what I did, went through. You'll probably to- hate it at first, but then when you're older, you're like, oh shit, I have a badass name. Man. Yeah, exactly. It was, yeah, it's, mine. I I just hated mine because Jabron is too close to Jabroni. Yeah, and, this was, and I went to high school. I went to high school in the heyday yeah, of the rock wrestling and, and wrestling, and I was like, "Oh, I hate you so much, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. I hate that you're a good actor. I wish you would have just disappeared." <laughs> Actually, oh shit, what was that? Your laptop? I guess it was my laptop. Some I thought notifications. It, I thought I had turned it off. The um, yeah, one of the other episodes, my buddy Colton was on. He he kept saying jabroni throughout the whole fucking episode. So it just it makes me think of that. But, and yeah. that's why I go by Jibs. <laughs> Jibs. It's a lot so when you better. See him, don't call him Jibron. Call him Jibs. Yeah, call me Jibs. Don't call me. Uh, I will. Don't hate you also you. go by Jose or some shit? Uh, that's if if I owe you money, you call me Jose. Oh, like so, if I call somebody calls me, are you looking for Jose? Side? They're like, yeah, I don't, he doesn't live here. That means that I owe you money. Jose. Yeah, because it's my my legal name. My full legal name is Jose Gibran Sad Barraza. That's like Holy my full shit. name. God bless you. Yeah, exactly. That's why Jib Sad. It's a lot easier than. <laughs> Going through that whole thing. I remember Jose also. Like, yeah. I met you through probably, I mean, I, I knew you used to work at ADP. Uh, yeah. IT support. But right? I don't think, I, yeah, I don't, technically I don't think I met you there. I think I bumped into you at one of the comedy shows and I saw your car because it had that graphic on it. Yeah, the sunset. I, 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 I was asking graphics. around, like, hey, whose car is I, I keep seeing this car at work. And it was like, it's mine. I think you told me it's mine. I think <laughs> like, it was like one of the percolator shows. Yeah, probably. So I'm like, yeah, technically that's me. met you there. So many people I've seen outside of ADP that when they see that's my car I'm like oh I used to work with you like yeah. I remember seeing that car. <laughs> like security guards and stuff like that it's that a come big up ass to me. place though you yeah. just see the car you don't see, always but, see who's in it a couple of times they'd be like did you used to work at ADP 
We're like, why? Well, I've seen that car. Like, yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, the, it's the exact same car, exact same graphic, a different guy. That'd be weird. Imagine if there was someone. <laughs> no, that was the, my brother. The like, bizarro of, uh, of comedy. We had like 10 of those running around town, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's my company, all right? It's the, the new Uber, comedy Uber. <laughs> hey, uh, so Indiana, what the hell was that all about, man? A lot of white women, a lot of white people. It was, it was you awesome. Spent how many years there? Two. Uh, no, no, you said spent, your adolescence. Right? Uh, six years. I think six it was about years. six, seven years. Break I, that down. What was that all about? It was fun. It was a uh, different culture, man. It was like culture shock. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like I adapted pretty quick. Like me yeah. and my brother, my sister, we all adapted. We kind of picked up the humor that actually helped uh, help me at least with the comedy. Yeah. Make it a little bit more broad. It wasn't all about chicos tacos and cholos <laughs> and stuff like that. It was all okay. I have a little bit more of understanding of how like other people live. So that kind of gave me a little bit better um more well yeah exactly how to how to how to market my comedy to more people than just oh hispanics or yeah. people that you know like every, every, like if you get specific with mexican jokes people don't get them but if they're generic enough they'll oh i get yeah mexicans are lazy or mexicans <laughs> are stealing our jobs so that that's 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 universal right as bad as it is yeah kind of everybody kind of has that yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. so like as long as you're making fun of those things yeah yeah and and but well, I, I it was more mad i was a magician up there i wasn't even a oh, i didn't i didn't become a comedian until i got to el paso you're a magician first then <laughs> yeah i worked at magic restaurants i was so talk about how you got into the magician aspect of it uh to pick up chicks man i mean so did you start pretty young though or? yeah oh yeah i was doing this in middle school all right all right all right it was the attention you know like oh i can do this and you can't so it's pretty so you much would buy the books and the kits and all that yeah. and actually i uh, the very first trick that i bought i bought it at uh, uh at the fair in Quadis. it was this <laughs> dude selling uh tricks and pranks and magic tricks yeah and he had this trick where he made a, a dollar bill disappear inside his fist Holy shit. and that was you can do that can i <laughs> you can you keep it afterwards are you satan so he showed me how to do that, and I was hooked. I was like, "Oh, I can do this! Just trick people into giving me their money were, and making it disappear." <laughs> when you were little, did you think that the freaking dollar just went? Yeah, I was like, "How do you? Is it like a machine?" And <laughs> is, oh, what? And then you learn how it's done. I'm like, "Oh, this is bullcrap." Yeah, some easy ass shit. Yeah. Cool. So, so to get chicks, you kept doing it. What made you want to stick with it, man? Because I mean, well, some uh, people when you're the, young, the, you get the, like the you chicks. get a hobby, and then you kind of all the kind of chicks chick. was fun. And the attention you get is awesome too. Like yeah. it's the same thing as a comedian, but then then the money. Like once you, mm. I wasn't particularly good magician. I was just entertaining. Yeah. I was able to say the right thing. Talk. Or yeah, talk, people find me funny and yeah. entertainment. So I kind of build my niche towards towards that. Mm. And then uh, people like the amazing Jonathan Penn and Teller, like all those magicians yeah. that don't take themselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. I love that. So yeah, that's yeah. I was always more towards the comedy, and that's why I started getting hired at all these. My magicians were mad at me, like because out here I was a year into it, and I was getting all these gigs that these guys who have been at it for like five to ten years because they were good at jokes, but they weren't. They, good no, they were talking. They were, yeah, they were good at magic. Yeah, they no, weren't they, good. No, that's what I meant to say. At presentation, they were good at, the, at the magic, but they weren't. Yeah, like there's so many. There's just jokes. so many ways that you can tell them. Is this your card? You know, and so yeah. you got to make it funny. It's yeah, like exactly. that's. I, I play on all that stuff. I love magic. It it was great. But I, I feel it's so hacky. Like <laughs> until recently, like magicians are actually, okay, how are we going to make this, bring it to this new age? They're barely starting to do that. But it was so hacky. It was getting terribly was hacky. hacky that Amazing Jonathan is hilarious. Man. It's hilarious. And he, because he makes fun of the hack. Yeah, like, and he, yeah. He's like, I understand this is hack. I'm feeding you hack, but yeah, yeah. you understand it's hack. That's, I love it. I love that. he makes jokes out of the fucking, yeah. uh, the tricks. The, and, and he's actually the one that made me think, I think I could do comedy. Like just, I love magic. But it was like I think it, it not the jump is not too hard yeah. to do 
just straight up stand up. And also seeing other comedians here that were just terrible. <laughs> uh, the first I, I did a magic. So the first time I, I quit, I quit magic when I came down here. Yeah. Uh, I came back from like a terrible relationship issues. It was like magic ruined a relationship <laughs> for me. It did. It like it completely tore us apart Why because I was all... working. Uh, uh, it was I was 19. You picked magic over her. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with yeah, sort of at the beginning, yes, but then that's I, how she's looking at it, though. Yeah, well, she should because we we broke up, and I was like, I'm I'm going with my career, but then as I was going, I was like, oh, I really miss her. I think I made a I made a mistake, and by the time I realized I was sober, and it just like tore me apart. I'm like, screw this, I'm not doing this. I'm going back to my family in El Paso, and came down here, and I just drank for about three to four years nice. like i just partied and whatted and i would use my magic to pick up chicks and whatted. like i'm not gonna lie i have there's if if you go ask people to this day like hey if, if anybody parted between 2002 and 2005 in juarez and the strip if you ask a guy did you ever see a guy with a flaming wallet that lit on fire shit. like they'll say oh yeah that that no was weird. like I, i've met people afterwards because yeah, I, I would I do that done with my yeah days. It, it was fun it was a lot of fun but it's i only did it for a while okay. and then when i when we got uh one of my friends asked me oh they're doing this uh, variety show at uh, lucky devils you got do you remember the old yeah, lucky devils yeah somewhere over there yeah hidden, i did a show there yeah once. that was it, i brought the shapeshifters there once. it was one guy named charles hurley that was putting shows together comedy shows mm. and my it was a variety show and mm -hmm. we're like you want to do cop you want to do your magic i'm like yeah i'll go he had two comics and they look like real comics like holy shit these guys are pro comics I, in my head I've, I've never really hang out with comics yeah, it's all yeah, magicians yeah. so I was like very excited to see them and they went up and they were terrible they were just I went and did my magic and I did great and then they went after me because I was a new guy they put me up first yeah, and, and they couldn't even it's magic like it's really kind of if you don't know how to do it you're, you're, you're not gonna do good it's, the props are doing yeah. the work for you so I went and did good okay now i want to see these guys the professionals and they were just they terrible yeah. and i and that's when i thought i think i can do this i think i can do this comedy thing yeah and i got involved with them they're they're, they're friends of mine now but like, <laughs> like i don't want to mention their name Man, because son. but they're friends of me they're mine and and just grew out of that friends I, like you who needs friends yeah. oh I'm, i they know i'm an asshole i i'm uh, i'm telling them straight out oh you're terrible you are terrible no, i've seen some of your some of your some of your comments, man, on on, uh, on Facebook and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I bust I, people's balls a little well, bit. I, I do. It's like I almost <laughs> do it when it's I know they're getting too uppity. Like yeah, people I, do it to me. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, I, I try not to. I think Joe was telling me a little bit about that. Uh, Rodriguez. Oh, I think at one of the the contest. What was it called? Yeah, the the Southwest funniest. Southwest funniest. Yeah, he was saying something about. I forgot what the story was. It's on the damn episode, but he mentioned you like you're kind of a dick, but like it's funny, you know what I mean? Yeah, Joe Rod told me he's like, what did he say? He has told me something along the line like you're an asshole, but at least you're an honest asshole. Like you talk shit, but it's never like like about the wrong stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like I'm being honest. Factual. Like if you want me, like I I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like you're a comic, fucking deal with it. Yeah, yeah, especially comics. Well, can I say this, man? I've noticed, and again, I'm not going to say any names, but I, whether it's locally or even even when I hear other podcasts, like bigger names, I've noticed that some comedians are like little bitches. Some of them. Most like, comedians. You're a comedian, man. Yeah, but you, you got to like, think about it. It's like any like, artist. Like the reason that yeah. you're doing this is for attention. When yeah. you don't get the attention that you want, it's like a five-year-old. Comedians are like five-year-olds. But when it comes to like 
shit talking, busting balls. Oh yeah, oh, they, oh yeah. Some of them cry, man. They can't. Yeah, they it. can't handle like. Oh, like, you I'm can't. not stand up, but I can bust balls. You know exactly. You're like and if you can. if you're able to dish it, you should be able to yeah, take it. Just, I've met some that yeah. they, they just curl up and. Oh yeah, I've met a, they're not. Uh, my, the ones that I don't like are the ones that talk shit so much and then something will happen to them and they won't even mm. acknowledge it. If somebody yeah. brings it up, they'll raise yeah. hell. And I know a couple that do it on Facebook that, <laughs> Facebook. again, we're not mentioning names. But funny, like th- those Facebook divas, you know, the ones that oh, I'm man. famous on Facebook. In real life, nobody knows who the fuck I am, but on yeah, Facebook. Facebook and El like, Paso. Look at all the comments. Look at all the likes that I get on my posts. Ooh, 50 plus. I'm like, the worst. who gives a shit? 50 especially. Like, I, I, I like Facebook as a tool. It's oh, good. Yeah, and I tool. message and I, and, I, and I use it and yeah, I have fun with it. Definitely. But I never take it too seriously. Nah, like, no. like friends on Facebook. Like I have like twenty five hundred. I talk to four. Yeah, of course. Like it's nothing. Like yeah. all that stuff. I really. It's for, like I said. It's a promotional tool, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I use it for. And uh, and talk shit. And talk too. shit. Like, some stupid jokes, and then maybe some, a little bit of political shit. But that's me. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't for promoting shows and stuff like that, I probably wouldn't be on it or not as much. Yeah, exactly. See, that, that's the whole thing. Is you gotta, as a comedian, as a performer, you got to build that audience. Yeah. And, and I, you have to those are things that you need. Resources, that you, especially yeah. if it's free. Yeah. You and and you never resources. know. Like, you may do something that will give you like a huge following. So, might as well yeah. keep trying, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like. Okay. How about. So, then you transition into the comedy or talk about that? You went from. The, yeah, the yeah I went from. Uh, <laughs> I got hired by the comic strip. All right. Uh, back in 2008. Were they already at this spot? No, yeah. they were when they were on the uh, on airways. Freeway, right? Yeah, it's actually another comedian, George Jimenez, who have oh, I've heard of him. I've worked with him before at um, like other events, not at the comic strip. Yeah, and he liked me. He they had an open mic, one of the few open mics I've had at the comic strip. Mm. And he, I was doing still my magic, so I couldn't just do five minutes. I need more time. So he went and actually talked to Bart, the owner, like, "Hey, this guy's pretty funny. Can he needs a little bit more time, so he gave me a little bit more time. Like right he, on the spot, he hired me to do a couple of shows. Oh, yeah? Cool. And then I did that for like a year, but I was just doing the magic. Mm. So that got tired pretty quick. Yeah. So he kind of stopped hiring me. <laughs> until, and then that's the year that I was like, oh, okay, so this is when I have to become a comic. I have to decide, am I going to be doing the magic the whole time, or am I actually going to start writing jokes? Yeah. So I wrote little jokes. I wrote a set, uh, and... It took about a year, and then he gave me another shot, and then yeah. he just hired me to do shows again. Like every every nice. month, every two months, I get a show. But it's uh, it's so hard to write material now because running all oh, this yeah. other side, it's okay. like oh, I gotta find time. But it's getting easier. It's, yeah. <laughs> do you remember? Do you still use some of those old jokes? Or uh, I do all of them. Yeah. All of them. I still use all of my old yeah. jokes. I mean, I, I I'm not famous enough for a lot of people to have seen me at yeah, the comic so strip. Yeah, like I'll, I'll change it up. I'll, I've, I've added stuff over the years, but you tweak them a little. Uh, yeah, I tweak them a little. But I still have my sense of jokes. I, I I have a I have a feeling that if once I think that enough people have seen them, then I'll get rid of them. But at this yeah. point, I'm nobody. Still, like yeah. I'm local, regional at best. So I still have plenty of people that haven't heard my shit. That makes sense. That makes sense. So talk about some of your influences uh, in comedy, as far as like the bigger names. Uh, David Tell, Tom Segura, right now they're Tom like Segura's they're comedy. great. Uh, David Tell is like my, my main influence in comedy is David Tell. David okay. Tell was like the comic that I listened to. Jim Gaffigan, and yeah. again, uh, funny guy, just word like nice words. Yeah, uh, he's from Indiana, also. <laughs> like one of the first Comedy Central persons that I heard was him. Pretty much like the whole first season of Comedy Central Percents are like my heroes because me and my brother memorized 
pretty much all of them. Like yeah. we would watch them over and over. I was over watching again. that shit when it was the Comedy Channel, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, back when <laughs> when uh, a pen from Penn and Teller was still through the voice. I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Most of my shit was from when I was watching comedy. It was a lot of it was from the HBO stand up. I forgot what one night stand something like that. See, that we we shit. didn't have access. Yeah, I, was, I lived old, in Mexico. <laughs> you uh, you had money for cable. We nah, were running we on basic cable, channels. Nah, we stole the cable. The but, rabbit ears. Uh, <laughs> we stole the cable, man. But um, yeah, back in those days, it was like when Sam Kinison was coming up. See, when 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 we Bobby moved, when we moved to the U.S., like when we got cable and we have access to the comedy channel, I that's when I first got introduced to stand up comedy as a whole. Like I had seen it sort of before, yeah. kind of understood what it was, but it wasn't until I watched in a comedy center and like, oh my god, that's that is hilarious. How can you how can you do that? How can you get up on stage and just talk and people laugh? To me, that was so foreign like at least with magic i get props <laughs> and that does the work but this is just your words did comedy. you ever listen to any uh, mexican comedians yeah actually uh luis de alba uh polo polo cheese chas oh my God. like my parents because you, you said polo polo that's his favorite yeah my friend well cheese chas was another one just like they're all but they're joke jokes you know that old mexican humor Me- Me- uh, mexican this. humor is evolving right now they're they're getting into the whole stand-up like it is here in the united states oh, for real? but it's it's gonna take its time right now it's all albur it's all like double entendres and things like that for yeah yeah i mean my friend my homie joe and he's gonna he's gonna listen to this episode because he's uh one of the regular listeners and he even in high school he had cassettes of Polo Polo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I first heard. Polo Polo in a cassette. Yeah, man. So and like my my parents don't know I have this, guys. <laughs> you want to hear this shit? It's it's he cusses. Curses in it. He cusses in it. It's it's hilarious. That's, he he can tell a joke. I can tell about Polo Polo. Oh, okay. Can tell a fucking joke. Yeah. He can take a two minute joke and turn it to a fifteen minute bit in every minute. Yeah, he has hilarious. like some drawn out shit. Yeah, and it's it's much. pretty good. Yeah, my buddy, like, again, he'll, he'll get a kick out of that shit, out of that little mention. How about influences like in your personal life, man? Anything like that? P.T. Barnum. <laughs> just con man, I guess. No, um, yeah, like just people that were good at marketing. Okay. okay. Like uh, Houdini, a lot of people know as a magician, but he was a great marketer. The reason that you know Houdini as a name is because he knew his shit when it came some, to publicity and marketing. <laughs> branding. So P.T. Barnum is the same way. You know, yeah. they all know how to promote something, what, how, how to exploit uh, a product to make it available for every, for everybody to want how to something. get people yeah interested. how to get people interested you know they he said i don't care what anybody says about me just make sure they spell my name right no, and that's yeah. and that's what you want you want the exposure yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's the, that's his quote all right, all right. yeah that that's that is his uh yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's that, that, personal wise that that would be just uh Bill Gates, like you know, people that uh, one of my, one of my main things. I never finished college, hmm. and which college did you go to? Uh, I went to Ball State, and I did a couple of years at UTEP. I was like all a right. year or less than a year away from graduating. My parents put all this pressure to graduate from high school, well, from college. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I need it for like the things that I want to do. Yeah. So one of my main thing is to prove to them oh, that I can be just as successful as anybody that went to college or even more. That's your motivation. That is my motivation. And nice. so people like Bill Gates or people like that, they never yeah. finished college, but they were still successful. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, you don't need to be a super genius to be able to do this. You it's, just need determination and find the right niche. Got to hustle. The hustle, uh, yeah. Work smart. Work hard and smart. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's certain obviously certain professions you need to have. Of course, yeah. Like but, you want to be a lawyer, doctor, yeah. you want to engineer, you want to build shit. Yeah, go to school. But uh i am a like i do graphics on a computer i entertain people i i don't need college it's it's something that i can make up as i go and 
be just as good as yeah. other stuff that is trying to true. A perfect example. Uh, I did a podcast last week with my buddy Larry Overstreet. Again, I don't know. I, I released these in a, in a wacky order, so I'm, I'll be dropping Larry's tomorrow, but tomorrow for the listener, they, they're not going to know it. Won't have any, in the past for you because yeah. this is going to be my point is him not that he's fucking a millionaire or anything but that fool didn't even graduate high school and he, he has his own you know silk screen printing uh, he has he's in several bands he's traveled to yeah, New York exactly. uh, Japan and he's exactly he's doing what he yeah. wants that is my goal Makes is his like, own schedule yeah. I don't want to be working for in an office in a cubicle for the rest of my life I did that for yeah. five years because that's what they tell you like you need money you need a yeah, job that is going to provide for your family Okay, but at the cost of what? Like yeah. my own soul? Like I don't. I want to. Like I feel like you're slaving away for a company like that. It's it's. You see no end. It's gonna be the same thing over. It's like it's like hell because you come <laughs> into work at the same time, do the same work every day for years. Yeah. When I don't want to be doing that in this business, I could be doing comedy one day, traveling to Clovis, New Mexico, <laughs> and and other days I could be at home with my family. I don't want to go to work. I can yeah. or 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 be here at the office working with stuff. It's it, there's yeah. so many different. I, I have ADD, so Ooh. I have to have diff, I have to have like ten things happening at once, and one day I'll concentrate on that. Nice, nice. And nice. then the next day will be that. Yeah, one. I think different people have different callings. You know, yeah. some people are meant for that, and other people aren't. <laughs> See, but the thing with me is that uh, like the determine like I'll start stuff and it'll be as soon as I oh, okay, this is good. Okay, and move on to the next thing. Mm. So that was my problem by getting people involved. Now I can be like, okay, I got this started. Run with it. Just Del finish it. And then I'll just supervise you. Make sure that you're doing what you're supposed yeah, to be doing. Check up on it. Exactly. Once, yeah, so. so it's... And, and that's that's how this got started. That's how this business got started. I just... Photography, graphic design, comedy, those are things that I enjoy doing. I want to keep doing them. As, so. far, as, as far as performing, because you call yourself the comagician. Comagician. Do you still do some magic up there? Every oh, yeah. Well, uh, when I get hired to do headlining gigs so on the road. what it is? Yeah, like when All I right. get the full hour, I'll do magic. And most right. most of the plays that I do is casinos and things like that. Okay. So they, they like that. Yeah. So you incorporate. But I feature and I open as a comedian as well. Right. Like yeah, I, don't, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Like the magic is kind of a big, powerful thing. Sometimes I've gone to places where I'll feature and I do that. Yeah, and the headliner wanna, just hates it because it's so, them. yeah. They they hate that, so I kind of like tone down on that. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the the politics of that's, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go too hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it'll look at me to say I'm gonna go as hard as I can, like because that's then the venue will say, like, yeah, but it's you're not. not it it's not about you, man. It's yeah. about the headliner. Yeah. Like that's I always understood that it's as an opener, it's never about me. It's about the feature and the headliner. You give them their due. They work together, even if they did. Yeah, they got hired as the feature and the headliner. The headliner. Yeah. Let them do it. Like at the comic strip, I'll say bye to people, but like I won't like take a picture with me a and the picture, guy's like, yeah. I'll take the picture with you guys because you came to see him, not, not me. That's so to the listeners. Uh, Cause when you say feature, they might think feature means headliner. But oh in, yeah. In reality is the middle like, guy feature. The, yeah. It's basically the guy that comes before the headliner. right? Yeah. Just most shows is run like the opener, the feature and the headliner. The opener gets like 10, 15 minutes. He does the hosting and then the feature is like, it's like the, I don't know, like the guy, the, Right before, right? yeah, right the before the headliner. Before like, the, the it's like it's like it's like putting the moves on a girl, right? You get the opener, you <laughs> the kind of you start out with a foreplay, and the second guy comes, the second third base, and the the last guy just comes in and fucks you, <laughs> boom, rams it in. Yeah, so for the listeners, just in case you're curious, when you hear the word feature in the comedy world, it's not that that doesn't mean the headliner. It means the guy yeah, before the, the headliner. The, yeah. So you don't want to if you're the feature, you don't want to. 
go too hard and, yeah. and, and take too much shine. I mean, you, like I said, you can. I mean, there's no rule. Like, that's the thing. There's no rules to this. There is but no it's, rules, but uh, it's like it courtesies. Come back to, courtesies. Yeah, courtesies. Yeah. That's a perfect word for it. You do want the venue to, to pump you up, you know, like, but don't make it seem like you were out there just to screw the headliner. Like, yeah. and, because I've been in situations like, and I, I got a couple of, yeah, I got a couple of headliners that talk, tell me, can you not do the magic? Fucking magic yeah, shit. <laughs> we did. Uh, I can't remember where, but it was, he came after me after the show. And he told me specifically, like, can you not do the magic? Can you just do your stand up? Because, right? yeah, he's like, I find it really hard to get the crowd because <laughs> his level was a lot lower than mine when I do the yeah. magic. I get really hyper right. and do a lot of stuff. And he was more low, low key. So I was like, okay. And again, I, I, yeah. I could have been a jerk. Like, nah, I'm gonna, too. I could have been like, I'm doing my thing. And this is, you gotta, you gotta be good enough to follow me. But it was, no, I was like, okay, you, I understand. You're the headliner. I'll do it. What are some of your, your rituals, man? Before, during, after, and when you're performing. <laughs> Before, I like to listen to uh, pump-up music. Pump-up music? Yeah, I have a, just a, a good song that or pumps just you a, up. Okay, like up-tempo? Uh, yeah, I have, I have a whole list of songs. Right now, the one... It, it's been like Black <laughs> Betty. You know, like those, <laughs> those uh, Black Betty is like a great song. Like it just has a good tune to it. Which one's uh, that? Let's see. Sing it. How am I going to sing it? <laughs> it sounds racist, by the way, that song. Black, Black Betty. Black Betty, yeah, it does a little um, bit. And... Uh, uh, God gave rock and roll to uh, to uh, to you by Kiss. Okay, Those are okay. like just up-tempo. yeah, up tempo. It just kind of put me in the mood. like pump you up. My my stage persona is a little bit more abrasive, more uh, more more cocky than I really am. Like I'm better than you, and I know it, but I'm really not. That's like the whole joke. It's Seriously. like I think I'm better than you, but I'm gonna show you that I'm not. Yeah, okay, I got you. So I, got you. It, 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 I just try to get into those songs and just. So that that mix in. that you listen to before you go on stage, it's, it's the same one that you work out to, or what? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's in the car as I'm driving places. Like yeah, before a sales call. Do you drink on stage or before to relax a little? Or um, no? I don't drink. Really, really I, 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 I used to drink a lot. I used to, like I said, partying in Juarez, dude. Like drinking drowns every day. Yeah. Like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're at the Derby all right, all and right. drinking. And I I, it just kind of lost its allure after a while. Like, yeah, yeah I would, lately I just like have a beer or two. But I wonder even when then, it's going to lose its allure for me. And, and it just, I don't know. It's just like for me, it wasn't uh, about getting drunk. Yeah. I will do other but stuff, you know, though. <laughs> That's, you know how some people, uh, well, they'd like to... Have a couple of beers just to relax, yeah. or, or you know, they'll, they'll drink their first one when they step on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get too it. crazy before, it's. it's I've done shows really messed up, up and yeah. uh, they're not pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You end up regretting that shit. Uh, talk about. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the business, man. So, so it's laughter hours comedy. <laughs> it is laughter hours comedy. That's break. Explain the difference between Laughter Hours Comedy and LHC okay. Marketing. Well, they one came and out of the origin and the whole backstory. The, they all came out of necessity, really. Like we, I started, I started with Sun City Comedy. It was yeah. like we wanted to put shows together, but we wanted to do it the right way. It was me and my wife and a couple of friends. Um, Which friends? Uh, one of them, like cousin, he was running our sound, right. and then we had another comedian that is the one that introduced me to everything. All right. Uh, we were running with a group in Cincinnati bar mm-hmm. where they were doing comedy. Oh, I remember and, those days. And I, I, that's when I first started, I picked up kind of quick because of the magic, of course, yeah. like three months into it, I was already doing my first comedy club, which is like really pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty fast for this. And people were trying to get something started here, but 
they don't like it was it was like the wrong way they don't know how to half organize ass. they yeah half ass they were trying to organize they had good intentions but they yeah. weren't organized about it and i don't even half know about ass. the good intentions because there was okay. like one of the reasons that i didn't participate in whatever they were doing was because it seemed like uh, it was a one person like it was all to promote Somebody, one person oh, okay. it wasn't about the comedy it wasn't about it was about that specific Revolved person that was person. running it all right, all right so i was like i don't want to be part of this we kind of broke off from that group. That group disbanded after okay. something bad happened. So we started, our first venue was British Bulldog on mm. the far east side. Uh, it was uh, a bar. It was a bar. It was where I think now it's called uh, Eleanor Rigby. Oh, okay. But it was before it was, it was owned I by, don't, uh, I don't uh, Bulldog one. it was, I did, I've been Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, it was before that. It okay. was owned by J.J. Arm's son. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, he was very accommodating. We had a great run there. And, it just built up from there. We started getting other other venues. We grew. We got laughter. That's when we switched to laughter hours comedy to make it a little bit more broad. Okay. We got rid of the Sun City, and then we started getting more venues. Just doing comedy. This was all doing comedy. Um, um, I quit. I actually started the company with another person, uh-huh. and then I I kind of just stepped back. I was like, okay, this is not really what I want to be doing. I want to concentrate on my own stuff. So I kind of just backed off from it. Yeah. But then this person kind of took it and like a wrong direction that Damn. I had to come back and just pretty fix much it. build it from scratch again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We had to fix it. He let, he, they left a mess of it. They're killing my baby. Yeah. Pretty much. It was something like that. Like, well, they weren't killing it. They were trying to take it in a direction that I don't think it should have gone. Okay. They wanted to like, the, for me, laughter hours has always been about helping the comics here. Okay. About getting, helping them getting out. Like El Paso is not a place for comedy. El Paso. Yeah. It's like any other shitty town. It has some comedy, but it's not the place where there's gonna they're gonna make you yeah. a full fledged comic. But we can probably facilitate that. Our goal was to work with a comic strip, work with those comedians, put our own events or shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way that this person was wanted to take it. Oh, okay, okay. So he left the company. Oh, okay. I came back in and Oops. I put uh, Adam in charge, Adam Dominguez. Okay. So he, he's, shout out to Adam Dominguez. Shout out to Adam. Yeah. He's actually one of the, he's the best person I've ever had working these events. He's, nice. he knows how to manage it. He's good with people. He, he, he does his work and it's because of him and like other key groups that we were able to expand onto the whole trivia karaoke mm. on top of it. We just, we have these skills as comedians. Like we're able to yeah. talk to people, we're able to entertain, but we're not making money in yeah. comedy. What other things can we use these skills for? So that's when we started jumping to just All venue right. events. And then I was already a graphic designer yeah. for you and photography. Just doing it for these venues that we're working, our skill grew, our, our presence grew, and now yeah, we yeah. got people asking, oh, we like that. Can, can you do that? Yeah. yeah. We, so we, now we're doing photography, menu design, uh, web design for ve- venues this and other. So that side of it is the LHC marketing. Yeah, that's side. the LHC marketing, all the production. Um it started with Leo's. That was our okay. first, one of our first yeah, clients. I remember seeing some of your pictures. And now they they went through a complete logo change, and we're mm. in charge of that. We did all their new. It already came out. Yeah, they, and that was you. Yeah, that was all us. The logo design, their new Wait, menus. Did you design. do the logo design, you personally? Yes. Okay. Everything. Are you the only graphic designer though? Yes, okay. for there, for there. Oh yeah, oh, for, here for LET. For well, we have an, we have a couple more. We have interns and stuff like okay, that, cool. but I'm the main one. And then we have three photographers, two videographers. Uh, we have a couple of just operations directors and then the producers for the shows plus the host plus like the equipment managers. Yeah. So we, we want to make sure that everything gets, we have everything covered when it comes to shows. We, yeah, that's the way we're trying to legitimize because it, this, it's not like we try to build this. Yeah, it kind of just grew like, around us. Necessity, yeah. Saying. It's like, Oh, well now we need this. Now we need that. And we went from 
Might as well do it yourself. Yeah. Well, they went from us working out of our cars and out of our out of my house. We had five people working out of the back room in my house, which was Damn. my office, to this in the span of less than a year. It was a nice spot, man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, and again, it's just a matter of good management. No, yeah. And and I'm not gonna say I'm the best at it because I do lack a lot hey. of man. It's hard. But it's doable. Good job so far, though, man. Yeah, that's that. See, but that's if you're a smart person, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna do what it takes. You're gonna do the research. Yeah, they see with that. That's what it is. It's about it's yeah. about letting other people their opinion. Like I could say, oh, I'm gonna do this my way because my uh, way is gonna work. It's it's also about okay, what other ways can we do it? Let me let me check out other options. Other people that are constantly feeding information. I'm kind of stubborn with certain things, but now that now that I have a staff that are telling me, okay, I don't think that's a good idea. I have oh, to okay. listen to them yeah. because they have, we, we run now reports, which is something that is brand oh, new to us. <laughs> so we're looking at numbers. Now we have to look at numbers like, well, this venue is not doing too good. And that was something that it's totally alien to us before. We're comedians. We, yeah. we, we hate but any you're, sort but you're of a computer guy though. You're, yeah. I'm a computer. Yeah. I'm you're, a computer you're an guy. organized person. I'm, well, I'm, tr I'm not, but I'm not. trying to, we okay. got, we're hiring people that are organized, but you're consistent though. Yeah. That is, that is, we, so we try to keep some of sort the, of, that's a key right there. Just keep, keep hammering away. Keep hammering away. Oh yeah, man. Let's see. What else can we get into here? Talk about balancing your, your business, family, performing. It's hard. Super hard. It's uh there's oh there's never there's never a balance there's the the way it's that's the hardest like part of this juggling act juggling at family then the business then my the comedy career right, and right. and there's I have I, there's a lot of stuff that we that we have coming up to that it's just it's hard to balance everything like yeah. my family it suffers a little bit right now and but they understand I'm trying yeah. to build a business but my wife's supportive of what I'm trying well, to do she's them also yeah though. she sees the the progress so she kind of believes in it. Um, yeah, if you were stagnant, then she'd be like, nah. Yeah, like you're just sitting here, <laughs> just getting high, not doing anything, playing on your computer. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's she sees like we're growing, we got you people, we got a spot, like we're we're getting business, you're getting we're getting clients. money, clients and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Like I hate money. I, I the only reason I want money is to get people off my back. Yeah, like right. I don't want to. I'm not a big spender. I don't like. I don't care about cars. Keep it simple. I don't care about like clothes. Like yeah. really, I'm happy with just having my computer, food, and just a little bit of fun that's yeah it. so for me the Some money is just like i just take the money and like here you go wife leave me alone for nice. leave me alone for another week i got you i provided yeah like we'll talk later so it's the same thing see you next week see you next week no it's it's a little bit more than that but it's it's it, yeah. that's that's what i wanted like i enjoy comedy i enjoy the graphic design i enjoy the photography and i do all those things i'm very involved with that here in the company yeah i mean that's kind of how i met you through the graphic design yeah um you know, just so the listeners know, I mean, I know you already mentioned it earlier, but check out check out uh, Jib's work. Some good, some sick ass flyers, guys. If you've seen some of the eye to eye promotions flyers, a lot of those were Jib's. Uh, the, the probably the more like as far as like the bigger acts, uh, Mob Deep. Yeah, Mob Deep did that one. So if you if the hip hoppers listening, if they remember the Mob Deep flyer, that was Jib's. He did that one. So cool, man. Oh, uh, let's see here. Who, who's part of the team? The LHC team. Uh, right now, our core team includes Adam Dominguez. He's our uh, production director. All right. Do we have uh, Nico and Jimmy? And he's also a comic. He's our uh, he's he's our operations director. He's mm. actually the one. He's one of the smarter ones here. So he gets to uh, <laughs> he gets to tell us what to do. He's the numbers guy. He's like, the oh, this guy. is yeah. Um, Lando, you know Lando. I he know is Lando. our he is our media production uh, coordinator. He's one of the best photographers, videographers that you'll nice. get in El Paso. He's he knows his stuff. We have writers. We have two enters. We have Steven Rojas and we have uh, Jake Bonner. Mm. 
who are our writers. They do all this stuff for the website and press releases, things like that. So it's pretty much a bunch of comedians. Too, a right? bunch of comedians. And then we That's got funny. a couple of girls working too. Uh -huh. We got uh, Sasra, who she is also an entertainer. She's a photographer. Sasra? Sasra, her name. Siren St. Sin. Wow. If you ever get to look her up online, she's on Sasra. Yeah, she's on Facebook. She's a great photographer. Yeah. Very good photographer. She's barely started. S-A-Z. S-A-Z. Yeah, look, she's on my Facebook. She can, you can, you can look it up. And she, and if you add us on Laughter Hours Comedy, like she, she does some of our events. So okay. you can always find her there. She's like I said, she's a starting photographer. She needed a studio space. We let her work out of here. She does some nice. filing for us and stuff like that. We got our social media people, which are uh, Jeannie and uh, Lauren. Um, yeah, we got. We, that's the team, right? Yeah, there. that's the main. Well, that's part of the team. We also have our whole team of uh, production people and the actual host for trivia, which most again mostly comedians like uh, Eddie Palomo. We have. Uh, Lando does our, our trivia nights too. Adam does them. We got Nick Thomas, uh, Anthony, so a bunch of new guys that just came out of the woodworks. Yeah, but okay. yeah, so we got I just met some of those guys. Yeah, yeah, like and it's almost, just almost all of them. just trying to uh, get them some cash. You know, like yeah. you have a skill that's useful. We're gonna put that skill to use, and we're gonna make you some money. Get a little bit out of it. So we're just... we're always looking for trivia hosts and karaoke people. You know, nice. uh, we pay like I think it's like fifty bucks for trivia right now. Not like bad. just to go if host you're listening it guys but you got you got yeah. to be the right person laughter hours comedy guys make sure you check us out can't be all scared to be on stage scared to be on the mic exactly that 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 that's what we're lacking we're lacking the people that are can can do that yeah it's not I'm, easy i might have to hit you up man yeah, there you go that's what we need we we have all venues we have venues west east side yeah we have like we have we we're at funk myers jack's beach house we're at dewey's we're at barman we're at craft house uh we are at pine and peanut downtown Damn. we are Gonna be pretty soon at the Press Bar, uh, the new Joe Dorgan Bar. We're gonna have a couple mm, of nights there. That's the one in San Antonio, right? The, yeah, right the one, yeah, yeah, right next to the tab. We were actually that's where we're coming from right, right now. Right, right, so right, right. we we are everywhere in so El. Guys, El hit Paso. pause and write that list down. Obviously, you can also you know get that list online yeah, I, through Facebook. Right. But I'm just saying, you saw you heard it first here, guys. As far as like the long list and how yep. productive the LHC team is being, they're everywhere doing uh, again. Trivia, yeah, and all our events and comedy. All our events are free too. And for trivia, we give out prices like nice. twenty dollars gift cards to the venue itself. We got all sorts of stuff. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. So talk about some of your let's go back to the performing, the comedy. Do you need what's your favorite uh, for example, out of town trip that you made to perform? Um That's something recently maybe, uh, maybe like a crazy story will come out of it. <laughs> uh most crazy stories most deal with me. Not being on time to gigs or taking too long to drive. Are you serious? Yes. Is that a knock? I don't know. Go around. So she said. That was weird. That was weird. She was um, talking back to the boss. I know, right? Wow. I see, there you go. That's that's what it was. Oh, it's because see, they're they're coming to set up for tonight. They're getting to pick up equipment okay, for. Cool. For, for all this Who stuff. Who's that gentleman? That was Anthony. Okay, cool. That was Anthony. He's one of the new guys. Right. And outside is Eddie too. Nice. Uh, but on the road, no, but no, just, just, nothing uh, crazy? nothing too crazy. What was your favorite one? Uh, lately, uh, the best show I've had was at a casino in Phoenix called Wild Horses Pass Casino. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about this. I was one of my first big casino gigs and I killed it. Yeah. Like just doing, doing magic and comedy. too. No, I, it was great. It was that's why that's why it's in my mind because it was one of the biggest shows and it was one of the best responses I've ever gotten. Yeah. 
I've eaten my share of dick and stage. Like yeah, it's, worst, I've seen, I've had some shows that like I just want to go. So when you kill, um, how is it afterwards? People hitting you up. That, that's that's like, yeah. I, I sold all my merch. That's nice. why I know I killed that's because I made a bunch of money in my merch. I sold okay. out that day, and they hired me. A lady actually gave me a card for a TV show in Ooh. Florida. <laughs> out of it, she's like, yeah. you should be on TV. So that, I never called her. So, I will, <laughs> but yeah. So I was just like the. All right, I got. I can do this. If it was Hollywood, would you have called her? Probably. Right. I don't know. I, I'm I'm afraid of big, big change. Like I like that the whole experience with the first time around that it ruined my relationship. <laughs> it kind of makes me weary of yeah, trying to yeah, get to. Like if it happens, it happens. But I'm not gonna be like, I need this. I need this. Like, well, of course you're gonna sit down and talk about it with the wife and everything. Yeah, of you course. Yeah, yeah. Just leave. Well, this I'll whole thing back. with Eddie Griffin is like it's happening the day before my kid's birthday party. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gonna be five, so it's a huge one. So I was like, uh, I'll be back on time, but I'll be. Like, like I'll be back. Yeah, like no, I'll be there on the start time, but I'll probably be there exactly at the start time. I'm not even gonna. Yeah. Start. I'm gonna just come directly here. I'm not gonna help you set up or anything. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was like. I'm not doing any work. I'm just gonna show up to eat. I'm gonna be tired. Oh yeah, man. And, okay, so let's talk about. We're kind of nearing the end a little bit. How any upcoming events? Uh, we have. I'm I'm hosting this whole month in February at Barman the Trivia. Okay. Uh, I'll be probably performing there in the next week or so. Okay. Tune like by next Tuesday, but we have all the venues again. They can check the calendar on laughterhourscomedy.com. I also have my own calendar of where I'm going to be performing okay. at comedygician.com. Most of my dates, upcoming dates, are in Washington State at Upper Like, I'm, oh, I'm doing, yeah, I come in March. I, I, I've got to do a tour headlining a bunch of casinos and comedy clubs up in Washington State. How'd you get that connection up there? Uh, bookers, I have a booker that, that oh, okay. hooks so me you up. You have a guy that's, that does that for you. Yeah, well, I have a couple. So we're doing several. It's like several casinos. It's like three weeks of work. All right, all right. And then uh, coming back, I'm doing in May, uh, Bernadillo and Monroe's, Colorado. Bernadillo in Mexico and Monroe's. Again, casino work, just local. Mm. So it's it's mostly around the area. And you can catch me sometimes at the comic strip. I host the the shows at the comic strip sometimes. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. I should be there. I don't know when this is coming out, but... Uh, to see Willie Barsena, man, on the twentieth. Oh, pro- yeah, cool. I'd be there. Yeah, hopefully, I'm gonna ask Bart to see if I can host that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, have, I don't think I've hosted for Willie. Well, the guy I'm going with is a guy that likes the uh, likes Polo Polo. Oh, so okay. if you're there, I'll introduce you. To yeah, him. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, 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 my schedules on comedician.com. That's C O M E G I C I N, like yeah. comedian magician put together. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And I have a full calendar, some videos there. You can check it out, and then Laughter Hours Comedy all one dot com. You can find a schedule on trivia, karaoke, and any other like open mic. So if they're interested in doing comedy, you think you're smart enough to do trivia, or you think you have the lungs for karaoke, come on by. That that's that's the okay. best. And the same thing, same same uh, contact. If they're interested, in maybe hosting. Yeah, if they're interested in hosting, they can All just right. contact us through our Facebook. You know, we're very active on Facebook. That's just yeah, keyword laughter hours comedy. Hell yeah, hell yeah, cool man. Shit. Well, we'll wrap it up, man. Any shout outs? Any thank yous? I have all our venues that are keep supporting us and all the people that come right. to the to the shows the actual people that make the trivia karaoke and comedy uh, successful enough that we are able to keep doing it and get more bars doing it and one more time the social media you're also on Instagram and I'm on Instagram Snapchat, Twitter or... Snapchat Tinder every no, well, no not Tinder my but wife in general, gets if, mad <laughs> but, but in general if you want to they can just being, yeah, uh, you can Google. You can Google laughter hours. You can Google Jibsod, and it will leave you there. Like we're like the only ones. Okay. Laughter House. They it's not the other Jibsod. No, there's no other Jibsod. <laughs> if you're if you Suitable. find another Jibsod, he's a fake. 
Nobody has a name that I'm, stupid for on real. Twitter, I saw at the real Jib Saad, man. You saw the real? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go record that right now. That's my parody you account. For it a little bit, it's my parody account. It's just me pretending cool. I'm not me. Well, the only shout outs I have will be my parting words are just a shout out to El Stew Recording Studio where we usually record. 7702 North Loop. That's also my sponsor. So again, if you want to record music or anything else that requires a studio, hit them up. Uh, I recommend the Facebook page. Very reasonable prices there. The only thing I'm going to promote as far as events would be our buddies from Tuzani. Got Atmosphere coming March 2nd at Tricky Falls. And I am also involved in a shoe and baby clothes drive. Shoes and baby clothes we're talking new shoes for infants to teenagers and gently used or new baby clothes. And this is going to the Reynolds Home Shelter for Homeless Women and Children and Willie Sanchez Rosales Family Center, guys. So if you have any of those or items that, that qualify for that, go ahead and drop them off at Sun City Tattoo Saragossa at 1441 North Saragossa Road. And if you wanna, if you wanna make a monetary donation online, uh, go ahead and just uh, it's gonna be on Fundly.com. So just do a search if you can for uh, shoe and baby clothes drive 2016. That's what it's called uh, on Fundly.com. F-U-N-D-L-Y.com. The deadline for that is March 31st. Outside of that, uh, if you like what you hear, guys, when I post it, please share it or give me a review or a good score on, on the various outlets there, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Uh, anything else, Jibs? No, that'll be it. That, that, that's great. I'm sorry. I was on my phone. I was trying to, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm working. <laughs> I know. I have to. But no, it's thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. We'll make sure that we'll promote it to some of our uh, uh, left hours people yeah man give me a, give me a shout out on, during the show too, yeah definitely maybe, maybe and, you uh, should do this with Adam he could probably tell you a lot yeah. better stories than I Hell can yeah. we'll get him on there next man alright guys peace sweet Jesus radio <laughs>